Hello, everybody. This is Kenneth Arthur, and this is Pod TST, and I am going to be doing a series, perhaps. Let's see if people enjoy it, if I enjoy it, looking at positions and the, the value of that position, how I see it, and how that is relative to the way I think other people see it, and just determining whether or not that position is overrated or underrated or adequately rated, and you know, it's pretty much as simple as that. I think the reason for doing this and why it is important or interesting is, you know, there is such a focus on positions. Uh, franchise tags designate that you will be paid a certain amount based on your position. Uh, we spend a lot of time arguing the importance of running backs, for example. Uh, we focus a lot of our time on whether or not a team has good edge rushers in 2020. You know, we talk about a lot of things in regards to how a team needs to solidify this position or they're weak at that position and it's important because of this reason or that reason. And at the end of the day, I think the way that we perceive those things creates a narrative. It creates um, a feeling that we have about what's good or bad about a team, what's right or wrong um, about a player. And it, 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 Put, it gives us a paradigm, you know, it gives us a worldview, and then we just place that on everything that we're discussing in the context of the NFL, of the Rams, of winning a Super Bowl, which ultimately is what everyone talks about every year. It's the end game in the minds of almost everybody involved with the NFL, fans, owners, GMs, players, coaches, whatever. It's about winning. At the end of the day, it's about winning. Maybe we can talk about whether or not some franchises, the focus is on making money. That's certainly going to be the case. And, you know, some are content with constantly competing and maybe not winning a Super Bowl. But I think every fan, for the most part, looks at the team or their favorite player or whatever and says, I want that team to win the game and the ultimate game is the last one so you want to win the super bowl we say hey you get uh joe burrow you got the number one pick your expectation is that joe burrow is going to win the super bowl if not multiple you know it and that's speaks directly to what i mean in terms of having a narrative that doesn't really hold up the history of number one quarterbacks is not good it's not as good as most probably assume that it is most of them don't end up having successful careers, and yet you look at Joe Burrow, and the expectation is, well, this guy's going to be great. And if he's not really great, if he's just okay, it's gonna be, if he's Alex Smith, that's disappointing, even though Alex Smith, I will talk about him and uh, some of the good seasons he's had. But ultimately... The NFL, you know, it's about winning, right? So it's about getting the Super Bowl. And so I'm starting off today with quarterback. I'm starting with the number, <laughs> the big one, I guess. Uh, and we'll find out right away if there's any interest in whether or not positions are overrated or underrated, I think. But I, and I, I, it's so much of it is, hey, you got to get the quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Uh, you got to have the great season at quarterback, like Patrick Mahomes. Um, and so with regards to that, you know, looking at quarterback today and determining whether or not quarterback, the position is overrated or underrated, 
I mean, I will tell you right off the bat, and this probably would be considered uh, a controversial or a hot take. I don't know. Overrated. I mean, I don't even think that it should be a question that quarterbacks in general are a little overrated. Uh, and the main reason for that, I think, is that simply that they're rated so highly. People see quarterbacks as the team and in many cases, and I do understand that. Uh, there's a reason that the quarterback is the most important position in football, but being the most important to me, and especially in this game of so many players and so many coaches involved, uh, you can only really impact so much. And, you know, it's the, it's the same thing with being an ace pitcher in baseball. Um, if you are out there just striking everybody out, but maybe you allow one run, maybe you allow two runs. You have no control over what the hitters are doing on your team. And, you know, for a lot of these quarterbacks, as good as they are, they have no control over what their defense is going to give them. Um, and they have no control sometimes over what their receivers are going to do, what their offensive line is going to do. But even with that being said, when these guys play at their ultimate, their absolute best, it doesn't often result in a Super Bowl. Uh, only one team, only one quarterback each year can win the Super Bowl, so you would definitely want to keep that in mind. But even then, you would expect that often the winner of the Super Bowl was having what a top three, top four, top five season. That is often not the case. In fact, what I have found uh, in the last 20 years is that the Super Bowl loser, in most cases, is the better quarterback, if not at least having the better season. And then, so you would say, hey, look, at least the Super Bowl loser is a pretty good quarterback, and they had an opportunity to win the Super Bowl. Uh, fair enough, you know, absolutely a true statement. You know, it, part of this is getting to the Super Bowl, getting to the playoffs, because it's hard to blame, say, Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees uh, or Brett Favre uh, for every single time that they lost in the playoffs. It's a difficult game, and it can, you know, that's it. Your season's over, and there could have been any reason for it, you know. And so that has to be taken into account as well. However, let's briefly talk about, first of all, you would say to, to be overrated. I think that people think that quarterbacks are, for all intents and purposes, everything. Um, with the L.A. Rams, we know that Jared Goff has, you know, by the votes here at Turf Show Times, the most important player on the team. This has been, this was a land, almost a landslide. It's a very heavily favored vote that we had at TST, and Jared Goff came out considerably ahead of Aaron Donald. And Aaron Donald is probably the best player in the NFL. He's probably the most dominant at his position. And he has been for quite some time. If Aaron Donald's value, you know, I'm sure if people said, oh, if Aaron Donald's value was in a quarterback, it would look like something like Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, we're going to talk about Mahomes. But uh, if, if Aaron Donald's value, you know, that's how important the quarterback is. That Jared Goff, coming off of a poor season, you know, his 2016 rookie season, you can write it off as rookie, Jeff Fisher, 17-18, improves you know his his numbers come out a lot better the team gets to the super bowl uh and then he 
doesn't play as well in 2019. The offensive line doesn't play as well. Todd Gurley doesn't play as well. Brandon Cooks doesn't play as well, and it's clear to see. Um, hey, look, well, look, the the Rams. Goff was playing better in 2017, 2018. They were playoff teams those years. Almost won the Super Bowl in 2018. Uh, well, that year, Jared Goff was eighth in passer rating, and. That's just one uh, measurement, you know, that I'm pulling here, and I don't expect uh, everybody to say like, "Oh, who cares? Pass rating, pass rating." It's a it's a barometer. So what I've done is taken every quarterback winner, uh, Super Bowl winner, and every Super Bowl loser of the last 20 years, and I took down their n uh, net yards per attempt plus, which takes your Net yards per attempt. So yards per attempt, obviously, if you have 10 attempts for 100 yards, 10 yards per attempt. Net yards per attempt takes into account interceptions, uh, touchdowns, sacks, kind of like pass rating, put something together, and then you've got like a little bit better than just your yards per attempt. It says how efficient and how productive were your yards per attempt. And then I and then you on pro football reference, you can take the average against the league that season because obviously quarterback statistics have skyrocketed uh throwing 50 touchdowns today is not the same as throwing 48 touchdowns if you're dan marino in 1984 we know that right uh, pa uh patrick mahomes season in 2018 as fantastic as it was and as incredible as it was, not as impressive against league average statistically as, say, Marino in 84 or, say, Manning uh, in 2004, one of the greatest seasons of all times by a quarterback. In fact, maybe, maybe a lot better. Um, and still, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes did win the Super Bowl this year. Of course, the Kansas City Chiefs changed a lot around. You know, they added Frank Clark and Tyron Mathieu, and uh, there were differences, and there was also a different league, and then you have a different path to the Super Bowl. But all that being said, talking about Super Bowl winners and losers, so I've got the average net yards per attempt. I've got the average adjusted yards per attempt, which is just another yards per attempt, just a little different formula. They're about to always typically going to fall around the same line. And then I've got the passer rating against league average. Because passer rating uh, is much higher today on average than it was 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. So we want to know how guys are doing against the league average. It's not enough to say in baseball maybe a guy hits 70 home runs. It's not the same as hitting 70 home runs in 1960, right? It's a volume. But... You would say, like, oh, good. Well, he played in 162 games. In 1960, they played in 162 games. He played in, you know, baseball stadium sizes. I, it's crazy how funky their home run numbers are going to be different for different players. Uh, but volume, you can sort of say, like, oh, well, baseball volume, it kind of translates. It's not going to translate in the NFL. Totally different game than it used to be. Totally different even from 10 years ago. Uh, and so I think it's definitely important to take an average. So let's take that, you know, let's let's look at the average and let's look at where quarterback winners and losers of the Super Bowl uh, ranked typically 
in the last 20 years. So let's just look at the last. Let's go down to the Super Bowls uh, in the last decade. Okay, so from 2010 to 2019. This is where the quarterbacks ranked in passer rating that won the Super Bowl. Fifth, 11th, did not qualify. Second, 28th, 5th, 5th, 13th, 6th, and 3rd. Not a single quarterback in the last decade has won the Super Bowl in the same year that they led the NFL in passer rating. Not a, uh, the only one that has finished in the top two was Tom Brady in 2016 when he beat Matt Ryan, who was number one. Most Super Bowls in the last 20 years were won by the quarterback who had the lower passer rating, often significantly. This was the one case where you could get a two to win. You know, he's playing a one. The one that finished in third, Aaron Rodgers in 2010, finished third. He beat, he beat uh, or at least their teams. <laughs> the uh, Packers beat the Steelers. Uh, ben Roethlisberger was ranked fifth. Okay. There were no players ranked fourth. Two guys ranked fifth, Russell Wilson in 2013, when he beat Peyton Manning during his uh, record-setting 2013 season, uh, and Tom Brady in 2014 when he was ranked fifth, and Russell Wilson was ranked eighth. Then you also have Patrick Mahomes last year, who ranked fifth in passer rating plus, and Jimmy Garoppolo ranked sixth. Okay, so Patrick Mahomes did not win the Super Bowl when he was by far first, uh, and in fact, he's never been first in passer rating. In 2018, Drew Brees was first in passer rating, and we'll talk about Drew Brees, but the Super Bowl winner is not the player that had, is not the quarterback that had the best season. That has not been true since arguably 2009, when Drew Brees beat Peyton Manning uh, in the Super Bowl, when Drew Brees was first in passer rating. He's the last quarterback to win the Super Bowl when he was first in passer rating that season, uh, and only two this century between him and Peyton Manning in 2006. So it's not usually the best. Three Super Bowl losers in this century led the NFL in passer rating. Matt Ryan in 2016, Tom Brady in 2007 when he lost to Eli Manning, who was 20th in passer rating, and Kurt Warner, in 2001, of course, uh, when he lost to Tom Brady, who was actually sixth in passer rating in 2001 as the rookie or second-year player, first-year starter, rookie type of deal. Um, so just those five quarterbacks out of 20 in the last – or excuse me, out of 40 in the last 20 years were first. Uh, or I guess it should be – there can only be 10. So – Five out of 20 seasons, uh, so about one in four. Pretty good shot. Pretty good shot at the Super Bowl, if you looked at other things. But ultimately, uh, not exactly dominance. Now, let's look at the last 10 years, the players who were, who were dominating that season. Um, Drew Brees has led the NFL in pass rating each of the last two seasons. He has not reached the Super Bowl in the last decade. So the Saints have had Drew Brees, who has ranked first in 2019, first in 2018, second in 2017, fifth in 2016. I've only got the top five here, so if I skip some. Uh, fourth in 2013, 
second in 2011. All those years, no Super Bowl appearance even for New Orleans. Uh, occasionally in the NFC Championship, often not in the playoffs, and I won't say too often, but it's happened seven and nine seasons a few times. And so Drew Brees, you know, arguably the best quarterback of his generation, one Super Bowl appearance in coming up, you know, on 17, 18 years now. And this goes back to Drew Brees. He was fourth in passer rating in 2004 when he was with the Chargers. I mean, this is a long-standing uh, streak here for Drew Brees, but not a lot of success in the in the playoffs. You know, the last in the last decade, the there have been a handful of guys, obviously, in the top five of passer rating plus who did get to the Super Bowl and win it. Patrick Mahomes in 2019 was fifth. Carson Wentz was fourth in 2017. Of course, that has an asterisk. We'll get to that. Tom Brady was second in 2016, as mentioned. He was also fifth in 2014. Tony Romo was first that year. Tony Romo, of course, uh, never went to the Super Bowl, never went to the NFC Championship. Uh, Russell Wilson was fifth in 2013, his second season in the league, which, again, I think will be brought up again later uh tom brady again so tom brady is three okay he is three and this is actually just to uh reach the super bowl uh he was uh third in 2011 and so i think uh, this is you know and and Aaron Rodgers was third in 2010, but uh, and and Brady obviously lost that 2011 Super Bowl uh, to Eli Manning, who was way down the list. This is not dominance. Uh, Alex Smith led the NFL in passing in 2017. Jared Goff was fifth. Jared Goff was fifth in 2017. He was eighth in 2018. So when the Rams went to the Super Bowl, his passer rating uh, and his efficiency relative to league average went down that year, not up. They didn't need more from Jared Goff to get to the Super Bowl in 2018. They needed more from their defense. They needed more from their offense, like in other positions. There was a lot that went on outside of Jared Goff in that 2018 season. And in fact, statistically, uh, he got a little bit worse, but the Rams made the Super Bowl. It is not any sort of correlation here, too. When you look at Aaron Rodgers, of course, if you were talking about Drew Brees, no Super Bowls in the last decade, how about Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers, fourth in 2016. Aaron Rodgers, second in 2014. Um, Aaron Rodgers, first in 2012. Aaron Rodgers, first in 2011. Aaron Rodgers' passer rating plus in 2011 was 149. That's a huge number. If you look at last year, Drew Brees, 134. If you look at Patrick Mahomes in 2018, he finished behind Drew Brees, who was at 134. Um, so not even uh, near sort of where Aaron Rodgers was that year. You could even look at 2013, Nick Foles, 142 was his passer rating plus, ahead of Peyton Manning that year when he went to the Super Bowl. Um, and... Uh, this is one of the most dominant seasons, 2011, by a quarterback. And the Packers in 2011, uh, you may remember, they lost to the Giants in the divisional round. They didn't even win a playoff game in 2011. 
Tom Brady in 2007, a 148, one of the greatest seasons of all time. They lost in the, in the playoffs, of course, like I said, in the Super Bowl to Eli Manning's Giants. 2004, Peyton Manning, as I mentioned, 151. Huge number. Um, and Peyton Manning in 2004, uh, just to be, went, uh, did not make the Super Bowl, of course, and went, uh, lost in the playoffs. It's just, they lost in the uh, divisional round. They didn't even get to the NFC Championship, AFC Championship. They lost to the Patriots 20-3 to that year when Peyton Manning was so dominant. When did these guys win their Super Bowl, you may be asking? Peyton Manning did win a Super Bowl in 2006 as the number one rated passer in the NFL. He also won a Super Bowl in 2015 when he was 28th. Peyton Manning was 28th. He won that job in the playoffs again over Brock Osweiler, who was a below-average passer. His passer rating plus was 96, so it was under 100. It was below average. They went back to Peyton Manning, whose passer rating plus that year was 68. In two, this was similar in 2017. So in 2015, the Broncos, they win the Super Bowl with the worst, you know, a bottom five quarterback. I wonder who they were turned to. In 2017, Carson Wentz, as I mentioned, was fourth in passer rating plus 116. But they lost him late in the year, and they went to Nick Foles, who had a passer rating plus in his limited time that year of 86, way below average. And then he goes into the playoffs, and he's fine, if not good, if not great, in those playoff games. Eagles win a Super Bowl, mixing up between uh, two quarterbacks. One of them, just like Peyton Manning, two years before, not playing well at all that season. Um, how about Drew Brees? You know, he won the Super Bowl in 2009 when he was first in passer rating plus, 132. Nothing since. Um, but look at Eli Manning. Uh, he won in 2007 when he was 20th in passer rating plus and in 2011 when he was 6th in passer rating plus. Aaron Rodgers won the Super Bowl in 2010. That year he posted a passer rating plus of 111, which was 6th in the NFL that year. And it's like it's a little bit above average. It's, it's good above average, you know. It's up there. It's sort of like 2001 Tom Brady. He had a passer rating plus of 111. Uh, 2011 Eli Manning had a passer rating plus of 111. 2014 Brady had a passer rating plus of 112. 2018 Brady had a passer rating plus of 110. So all those are in about a line. Joe Flacco's 2012 he was 103. He was 13th in passer rating, uh, and his passer rating plus was 103. So he was just slightly above average. Then the Ravens won the Super Bowl that year, of course, over Colin Kaepernick, and that season was split between Alex Smith, who was third in passer rating plus, and Colin Kaepernick, who was eighth. So the 49ers were getting, you know, about the fifth or sixth best production efficiency out of their quarterbacks that year they had a great defense that year uh, the Ravens all the Ravens also had a great defense and Joe Flacco probably not as exciting a quarterback probably not as good of a quarterback at times uh, as Colin Kaepernick at least in that very specific point of time but won the Super Bowl 
see a lot of guys that come in and they're just when they win the Super Bowl. Ben Roethlisberger, 2005. He was fourth in pass rating plus. It was his second year in the NFL. Very efficient. Didn't throw very many passes. I had to bring down the minimum because I had the minimum set at 300 pass attempts for a season. I had to bring it down for Ben Roethlisberger because he was throwing fewer than that, and he did miss games in 2005. Uh, I had to bring it down. So it wasn't quite there. And then when Ben won his Super Bowl again in 2008, and this is when you win two Super Bowls, now all of a sudden you're a two-Super Bowl guy, he got a below-average passer rating. His passer rating plus was 97. He ranked 20th, same as Eli Manning in 2007. So we see Ben Roethlisberger. We see he's got a good passer rating sometimes. He's efficient. But he won his Super Bowls when he got hurt and when he was below average <laughs> as a quarterback that season. When Ben Roethlisberger has been more dominant, like, say, 2014, he was third in pass rating plus. 2009, he was fifth. 2010, when he lost the Super Bowl, he was fifth. 2007, he was second. None of these resulted in a Super Bowl. So it wasn't the best of that quarterback uh, that came in and won the Super Bowl. In general, it seems like what a team needs to win the Super Bowl is a guy who can put up a pass rating plus uh, of about 110. Maybe, you know, it's not these guys that are putting up 130, 128. You know, these that's what typically the leader uh, in passer rating plus every year, dating back to 2000, at least, has been between 120. That's the lowest leader. That was two years ago, surprisingly, with Alex Smith uh, when he had a pass rating plus of 120 and then 151 up to 151 for Manning. But, you know, typically around 135, something like that. That's much higher than where the Super Bowl winner has been. The Super Bowl winner's been around 110, 115, sixth, seventh in passer rating. And you can choose any other statistic that you like. I would like to hear it. You know, if you've got another statistic to bring up for those quarterbacks that would paint a different picture, I would like to hear it. You know, QBR, Patrick Mahomes last year was second in QBR. Lamar Jackson was first. Is that what you want to use? I mean, Patrick Mahomes is one example. Where's the example, though, uh, that would make Eli Manning look like a great quarterback, I wonder? You know? I mean, even Tom Brady in 2018, when he beat the Rams, uh, when the Patriots did, when they beat the Rams in the Super Bowl, 11th in pass rating plus, 6th in QBR, 8th in defensive yards adjusted above replacement by football outsiders. Seventh in DVOA. I mean, it's not the best of Tom Brady. In fact, Tom Brady doesn't typically win the Super Bowl when he's dominating. 2016 was the perhaps the only uh, year that out of his six Super Bowl championships that Tom Brady was really like on his game, uh, or at least when yeah when the the Patriots were really efficiently passing the ball at at a really high clip because 2001 Brady was sixth in passer rating plus 2003 he was 10th 2004 he was 9th 2014 he was 5th 2016 he was 2nd and 2018 he was 11th he's had other seasons of course uh where he has been one of the most statistically impressive quarterbacks in the nfl 2007 50 touchdowns led the nfl in passer rating did not win the super bowl um 2010 Led the NFL in touchdowns, led the NFL in passer rating, did not win the Super Bowl. 
did not get to the Super Bowl. Uh, 2017 led the NFL in passing yards, did not win the Super Bowl. Um, 2015 led the NFL in touchdown passes, did not get to the Super Bowl. It just kind of like goes on like that. Tom Brady's most of his championships have come when he wasn't his most dominating Tom Brady self. Ben Roethlisberger, his championships did not come when he was his most dominating self. Eli Manning has two rings typically sitting in the average to below average section of quarterbacks. Peyton Manning won two Super Bowls, one at his best and one at his absolute worst. And then he had like 16 other seasons and they didn't result in Super Bowls. And he was consistently in the top five. Didn't go to that many Super Bowls either relative to what you would expect for one of the only successful first overall pick quarterbacks in NFL history. I mean, uber successful, like Hall of Fame. There's not that many, not that many first team all pros in this group. It's just not what has happened. And yet, every year we expect, like, we act like the favorites are just the quarterbacks. And I get that, too. If you're a quarterback in the UFC, like Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, over their eras, those two decades, for the most part, obviously Brady is expanding and continues to go on. It was easy to say, hey, look, these are two quarterbacks. They're usually good. Ben Roethlisberger, AFC, is like, that's the whole thing is that for those 20 years, what, those guys went to almost every Super Bowl, right? Uh, so it's easy to say, like, hey, look, if you have one of those guys, but what about for the other 13 teams? They just know that they can't do it if they don't have Tom Brady or Peyton Manning because we know that it doesn't take the most dominant statistical season by a quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Oddly, too, when you get to the Super Bowl, the, the quarterback, like I said, who had performed worse statistically, for whatever reason, uh, lost the Super Bowl. Last year, this most recent Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes was ranked ahead of Jimmy Garoppolo by one spot on passer rating plus, so that was one win uh, for the guy who had the better passer rating. That was not the case in 2018. That was not the case in 2017. That was not the case in 2016. That was not the case in 2015. That was the case in 2014. That was not the case in 2013 or 2012 or 2011. It did work out in 2010 and 20 in 2009. It was not the case in 2008. It was not the case in 2007. It worked out in 2006 and 2005. It was not the case, uh, excuse me, it was not the case in 2005, it was not the case in 2004, it was not the case in 2002, it was not the case in 2001, and it was not the case in 2000. What is that? 15 out of the last 20 years, the Super Bowl was lost by the quarterback who had the worst passer rating that season. Sometimes, dramatically, Peyton Manning versus Cam Newton, 7th versus 28th, 1 by 28th. Kurt Warner versus Ben Roethlisberger was second versus 20th, one by 20th. Tom Brady versus Eli Manning, first versus 20th, was one by 20th. Kerry Collins versus Trent Dilfer, 11th versus 21st. And Trent Dilfer, of course, in 2000, a below average quarterback, just, and Tony Banks, way below average quarterback that season. 
the list of quarterbacks to lose the Super Bowl is statistically way more impressive in the last 20 years than the list of quarterbacks to win the Super Bowl. The last quarterback not ranked in the top eight of passer rating plus to lose the Super Bowl was Rex Grossman in 2006. Every single quarterback to lose the Super Bowl since 2007 was ranked in the top eight in passer rating. In that exact same period of time, you had Brady ranked 11th, you had Foles unranked, Wentz was ranked 4th, if I didn't mention it, but wasn't in the playoffs, but happy to include him. Manning was ranked 28th, Flacco was ranked 13th, Ben was ranked 20th, Eli was ranked 20th. Go back a little bit further, Brady in 04 was ranked 9th, Brady in 03 was ranked 10th, and Dilfer in 2000 was ranked 21st. If we are only talking about quarterbacks in the context of winning the Super Bowl, quarterbacks are 100% overrated. If you want to get to the Super Bowl this upcoming year, is it really as simple as saying Drew Brees should be a favorite? Why? The Saints, Drew Brees, Sean Payton, they've lost the last 10. I get it. I'll probably, I might pick the Saints. But why? Drew Brees isn't doing it. He's not getting to the Super Bowl. And that's fine. He might be the best quarterback. I don't, I'm not holding anything against Drew Brees. If anything, I'm trying to uh, allow a little bit more freedom here to say, do your thing. It's not all on you. You don't get all the blame. Aaron Rodgers, you know, some people, they watched him and said, this is maybe the best quarterback of all time. One Super Bowl appearance. So if it's just, and I'm just saying, if it's just Super Bowl, that's got to be overrated, right? Why would you pick Aaron Rodgers? Can't even get back to the Super Bowl. It's been almost a decade, too. Ben Roethlisberger, I mean, just because he's been to, you know, if he's coming back this year, uh, has not gotten there since 2010. Had good seasons. This is not, you know, having good seasons. You say, well, what about Brady? Gone to nine Super Bowls. Consistently one of the greatest. Yeah, but when he gets to the Super Bowl, uh, a lot of the times when he's dominating, you know, his three Super Bowl losses, he was ranked first in passer rating, third in passer rating, and third in passer rating. Top three every time. He only won one Super Bowl uh, ranked in the top three in passer rating out of his six. So having the more impressive season has not resulted in uh, anything. 19 of the last 20 Super Bowl losers, 19 of the last 20, were above average in pass rating plus, as opposed to one, two, three, four, five of the last 20 here Super Bowl winners. It's just interesting. <laughs> you know, if, if you've got Super Bowl winners like Nick Foles, and Joe Flacco and Eli Manning two times uh, and Brad Johnson and Trent Dilfer. Why do we insist that the way to win a Super Bowl is Joe Burrow or Tua Tagovailoa or even Kyler Murray? Um, these are all players that you can, you know, have optimism about. I certainly do, but it's it seems difficult uh, and frustrating if you're trying to build a team that wins the Super Bowl if you believe that you can't do it if you don't have the quarterback 
when we've seen that that is not the case, can you get uh, a sixth or seventh best season that year out of your quarterback? Maybe is the question. Is your quarterback capable of like getting sixth, seventh, eighth? That should give a lot of guys an opportunity. Guys like Jimmy Garoppolo and Jared Goff uh, and Cam Newton. You know? Oftentimes, it's just not taking the best efforts of that quarterback to get there. And if you're not needing the best efforts out of your quarterback to get to the Super Bowl or to win the Super Bowl, if you don't need that, then it's got to be a little overrated in my opinion. It's not saying that it's not the most important position. Um, it's just saying to some degree, too, it's like when these guys win a Super Bowl, we go like, well, no, no, Ben Roethlisberger, two-time Super Bowl champion, uh, Peyton Manning, two-time Super Bowl champion. Like, yeah. But if you just flipped it around, it was someone else. Like, how much differently are we meant to view Colin Kaepernick or Matt Hasselbeck or Donovan McNabb or Rich Gannon? Uh, if those guys had won a Super Bowl, Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, uh, would these, what does that switch over for them to say, like, well, this is greatness? If Don Brady, you know, it just sort of changes the conversation about that quarterback a, lot, a little bit, and you start saying, like, no, 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 well, he deserved to win the Super Bowl because, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of great quarterbacks um, that have one Super Bowl win or no Super Bowl wins. Not a lot of great quarterbacks, you know. It's not a lot of great quarterbacks in general. But I think quarterback is a little bit overrated. Um, I think it's been interesting to see several teams in the last decade and especially in the last 15 years win Super Bowls without quality play at the quarterback position, with injuries at the quarterback position, with, you know, poor Super Bowl performances at the quarterback position, like Patrick Mahomes in 2019 up until uh, the final quarter, you know. It's it's just a little bit overrated, and that's where I'll leave quarterbacks. And I want to continue to look into uh, the position a little bit more and talk about other things beyond just the effect of a Super Bowl and uh, whether or not that's the end-all, be-all, or whatever. Um, but, yeah, quarterbacks, you know, maybe a little overrated. You can talk about other positions uh, and not put it all on Jared Goff. Certainly the Rams will need help elsewhere, and they'll need uh, a good season from Jared Goff, but they don't need a great one.